1: What's Trending.
2: All right, let's check in on the hot topics trending, trending, trending.
0: Number one on What's
1: Trending. Things awfully quiet right now. Going to pick up big time on Monday and also a little bit tomorrow. We'll hear from Andy Reid again. But reminder that the players will not speak again. No, until- actually, I think is some talking? Oh, maybe not. I, I thought remember. it was Monday the next open meet. The locker rooms. Maybe that's what it's the yeah. locker room. I think is, there'll be some
3: podium stuff yeah. later this yeah, week, yeah, but no not locker open room locker, stuff, locker room. Locker
1: room stuff. is closed down until Monday. They save that for the opening night. There'll be a, yeah, select players at the podium. You're right. That, so that's pat. a pat. Um, so you'll probably hear from Mahomes tomorrow, but the rest of the team will not be speaking. So things are a little quiet right now. We maybe get a little bit of injury update tomorrow to a certain extent from Andy. Remember, keeping an eye on uh, Joe Tooney, Mike Edwards, uh, we already know the injury with Charles and is a torn ACL. So really it's, it's down to Mike Edwards, right? And Joe Tooney. We Did are I miss anybody else. No, Willie Gay's
3: neck. I'm guessing over two weeks. will be fine. Yeah. Andy probably won't have an update for us um, to that point yet, but you know, I guess we'll see. Look, and as a reminder, when it's official, official, we will certainly let you know. I'm just going to say, if you're going to Vegas, keep your Thursday evening free. Okay. Yes. Keep your Thursday evening free in Vegas. We got plans, and we'd like you to be a part of those plans. We are 90% sure that that thing's locked up Thursday evening when you're in Vegas. That's when you'll hang out with us. Next up on Watch Trending, the Angelos family is officially set to sell the Orioles. This is always interesting because this is a market size that compares to Kansas City, a downtown stadium, and one of the lowest spending teams in baseball across the board. They're going to sell it for $1.7 billion dollars. So if you don't think that the Royals are already worth more than the $1 billion they were purchased for well, just a couple of years ago, five years ago or so, they certainly have gone up. But they're set to set the Orioles, the next major league team, to sell $1.7 deal expected to finalize over the next couple of days. Yeah, some interesting TV trickle-down effect,
1: not here locally, but just because I believe, was it Mason or whatever, they, however they pronounce M-A-S-N, I think they call it Mason or whatever. Yeah, Masson. Masson, that's what it is, Mass Massachusetts. Masson, I think you're correct. Um, and so the owners also own that, I think, and so it could have a trickle-down effect for, like, the Nationals are in a TV deal, so there's a lot of thought that maybe it, it impacts them in, in wanting yeah. to get a new deal as well. Next up on What's Trending Local College Basketball, last night saw the Kansas Jayhawks take care of business against Oklahoma State, 83-54 to 54 at Allen Field. A lot of Chiefs players were at the field, as you see that. A uh, Creed, Yeah, uh, Rasheed Rice was there as well. So uh, the Chiefs uh, were, were there. And it's also the day they announced the Chiefs stadium. Arrowhead will host KU football next year for four games. So uh, an opportunity. A lot of the times uh, some of the players get a chance to go to the field house during, during that stretch. Next up for KU is number four, Houston at Allen Fieldhouse. As for Kansas State, last night was a rough go for them. Uh, they fell. They got killed. Yeah, that's, a, that's the accurate way to probably put it. 73 to 53 to number 23, Oklahoma. K-State will travel to Oklahoma State on Saturday.
3: This is officially the breaking point of their season. It's one thing to lose to good ranked opponents like you do in the Big 12. Getting killed by, you know, getting killed by Oklahoma, kind of the depths. If you lose to Oklahoma State, then you've kind of lost it. I did see a stat, by the way, for Kansas for Houston. Bill Self has faced ranked opponents at Allen Fieldhouse ranked higher than him 13 times since he's been with the Jayhawks. 13-0. and Jeez. Houston is a, I'm just, this much isn't like, yeah, yeah, this is not yeah. like to knock. kid. They're a much better team than they Kansas, are. especially they right are. now. Yeah. Um. I think sometimes people are like, hater. You're like, come on. We're, we're watching the same thing. Yeah. Right? KU, Cody's just a
1: known KU <laughs> hater. <laughs> hater. No. The uh, the look, they got a, a tall, tall task on Saturday. But look, to that, to that, the point of that record right there, though, I think we all Allen recognize has an it's advantage. A, little different, a little different at Allen Fieldhouse, but yeah, they're, they're, definitely up against it against houston saturday
3: next up on watch training the pga tour has reached a deal with strategic sports group a billionaire sports teams owner to infuse three billion dollars into the new for-profit pga this is all under the guise of trying to get this live deal done because they've been working as a non-for-profit for all these years and this deal has been taking even longer to complete than most people thought the merger between pga and live golf that is they needed this kind of cash infusion in order to make themselves public so that they can Try to complete this deal. So it's a weird kind of deal. It's just like a way of taking in a bunch of cash to make yourself a publicly traded company. Everyone thinks that it's part of the move towards being merged with Live Golf. Guys keep leaving.
1: Yeah. Lastly, on what's trending, I didn't know anybody was really asking for this, but the NBA just announced that the NBA and its players' union have finalized plans, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, for the NBA draft to now span over two days in June.
3: It's only two rounds. Yeah, how yeah, do I need two days
1: for? I know. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets will host the first round on June 26th. Uh, the
2: second round will take place in ESPN's studios. The reason why I think that is is because I kid you not. Why? It that draft starts? It, it gets. It is 12:30 right. at night. To fill that gets done. So to just tighten up.
1: Since to fill the extra day. The second round will be longer as well. Executives will now have four minutes instead of two to make their picks. The NFL, of course, is a three-day one, but that's, okay, it's different. The it's NFL's the different. NFL. It's a different animal.
3: Two days for the Nobody NBA Nobody even draft. knows when Major League Baseball's draft is. Well, that, yeah. just all of a sudden, it'd be like a Tuesday. And they'd be like, baseball's drafting. You're like, whoa, back up. When? It, it says
1: the, the reason behind this is it'll allow the NBA to offer more programming for television partners before those rights are set to expire hmm. in 2025.
3: Yeah, okay. They've sure. got more advertisers. <laughs> they want to sell more advertisements. Got it. Yes. So. More commercials. Four minutes for a second-round NBA pick. NBA is one of the weirdest drafts, isn't it? Well, there's so many trades. Yes. Yeah. Because like in baseball, when you draft them, they they you're never traded. You just, that's the team you And there's with. guys
2: from Yugoslavia who you're picking who yeah. aren't available to you for three more yeah. years. Oh, yeah. There's, and it's the a, NFL, it's crazy.
3: everybody you draft, they're just on your team. You don't trade them away. They're on your team now. Very rarely, very rarely does Eli Manning yeah. show up there with the wrong hat yeah. in his draft. Someone was
1: about out. to text in and say, well, did you forget? It has happened. Yeah, there's always
3: exceptions. I actually just sent a photo on Twitter to Aaron Ladd of Luca wearing that Hawks hat after he dropped <laughs> 73 on our guy's team. He's a obviously an Atlanta sports fan. trolling our guy, though. Aaron. Dude, he scored 73 on the team that originally
2: drafted him. It was like, pass. Did they lose that game? I can't remember. I watched it. I can't remember. They yeah, might they, they, they might have lost the game. The Mavs? Yes. In the game that he scored 73? That, that's happened a lot. Uh, uh, in, guys, in games that uh, guys have scored 60 points this year, they're 2-2. Two and two. I didn't care anything
1: about yeah, that. Yeah, because Devin Booker, did he lose when he scored 7? Devin Booker scored yeah, he, 63 three points on the same night that Lucas <laughs>
2: scored and yeah. the Suns lost. That, that was what <laughs> it was. The, the Mavs won. There you go. Hmm. Can you imagine? You score half your team's points and you still lose. I mean, that's got to be inferior. It'll
3: suck. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't feel good about it. Harrington
1: tweeted me yesterday again about the Will Chamberlain thing. So he what? still
3: thinks it's a hoax? He, t- he
1: tweeted me a video of some random person on TikTok, which I said that's not your strongest way to convince me, by the way, sending me a video of someone Strangers TikTok. Strangers conspiracy oh, his, his game is fake? The, the, no, his 100-point game that is the not real? the Wilt real. Chamberlain game is fake. And apparently there are a lot more people out there that I realize that I actually buy into there are. that Wilt Chamberlain never scored a 100 because hmm. there's no video evidence, uh, and it wasn't played in Philadelphia. The game was played in Hershey, Pennsylvania. There was half capacity. And uh, because we don't have video evidence, it must be fake, basically. you know,
2: There is footage of Wilt Chamberlain running uh, end-to-end end and getting a dunk. And people are like, we have this footage. Some more candy bars. I don't what? Know. I don't they're, 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 there's pictures of him. And people are like, how do we have photos of him and, and evidence of the him like, doing a hook shot? It, the, and,
1: the NBA wasn't what it is now back then at all. Like, barely any games were televised. This was night, what, the six was 60-something, right? 70-something?
2: The yeah. argument also in favor of Wilt Chamberlain is he was playing against guys who were a full eight inches shorter yeah. than he was on average. Yeah, it'd probably be like playing against me. I mean, that's yeah. probably the comparison. Shaq playing against Cody Tav
3: That would not go great for <laughs> me. Um, I would look like that kid in the Zion photo, that kid in high school when there was like just that like five foot eight uh, and I white feel like, kid what, trying to guard the, Zion.
1: And like, what's the true like takeaway? Even if you want to, even if you want to buy into like, yeah, it is weird that they didn't have the video, and yeah, it is weird that they don't have the. What was the reason for the NBA to lie and make it seem like this guy scored 100? Nobody's been yeah, able to give yeah. me a real answer. Well, to that. he just
3: said they scored 100. They just took him at his word, you know. Maybe yeah. they didn't lie for him. They just took him at his word. Okay, he scored. Well, that's 100. even deeper of one. Like, but
1: th- 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 exactly. But that's the point. Is like, what? What was the benefit? Why would they have done that back then? And why would they have picked Will Chamberlain to make the league more popular?
3: You mm-hmm.
2: know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so,
1: so. So people are saying that he's what a plant. Part of the conspiracy just, just didn't happen. So that means everybody was well, in uh, on it, right? Yeah, because I, I, I've his, seen te- that. Cause his teammate, because his teammates have said it did happen, haven't said it didn't happen. So they're saying, guess so everybody was in on it, right? Everybody mm. was just in on it.
3: Mm. Interesting. I'm just looking at this. this isn't do it. I want to buy into this conspiracy? I don't think I do, but you know, I like to look <laughs> just to be sure.
1: Shoppingforconspiracies.com. Cody's shopping for which conspiracy theory he <laughs> wants to buy into. It. There's a website that just lists them all out, uh, and you can choose to buy into. I'm just it trying
3: it. to decide, you know. Um, yeah, the not televised part. But I mean, it was the 25 minutes of the fourth. The other, quarter the
1: other, p- the other part that people say was weird is because he was so good at the free throw line that night, and normally he sucks. And so they're like, "Well, that that was uh-huh. out of nowhere." You know, got unusually
3: hot. Because we've free
1: never, throw by line. the way, because in sports history, we've never seen a player just have an unbelievable night. Never, ever, never have happened. You know, no, I, I do think. it is. I think this is a this. Let's be honest. This is a MUK. You think? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. This is a Kobe Bryant thing. That's what oh. I think it is. This is a prop up Kobe Bryant thing. The late great like, Kobe Bryant. He
3: deserves the record of eighty one because yeah. he's the real. record There's a lot holder. of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, we saw it. It was on TV. That's what right. I think it is. It, I, think it, is I mean, all... I did see it. It was very real. I watched Kobe score the eighty one. But mm-hmm.
2: I do think it is funny how people how like even like Devin Booker scored 663. He has a piece of paper that says sixty. Really. Well, yeah, that's we like. We well, how come do we don't this? have the piece of paper
1: that Will Chamberlain held up? Because it was
3: a piece of paper, and it was not. We
2: I mean, re, he did score hundred points, but they don't record. I do think things I'd be
1: holding away. like Cody, everything then, but they don't record things like now. The Hall of Fame would grab that sheet of paper immediately, authenticated, it, oh, yeah, it would go it. right to the. That's not how it was done back then. Anyway, we could go on. By the way, can you text your wife, Drew, and ask her if she believes Will Chamberlain scored a <laughs> hundred?
3: Can Let's you her on actually, the Chamberlain? Can you please
1: text her? find out. Yeah, people are like K- Chamberlain averaged 50 in the season. So what if the guy was averaging 50, what's to say that he couldn't have a game where he scored 100?
3: He was averaging 50 points, averaging. I will say this, whether it happened or not, Kobe's 81 is more impressive than Will's fine. 100%. That's fine. Yeah, that's Like fine. it's a more impressive feat. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why we can't just agree to this. Yes, like if that. it's about that, why not just agree that the people that Kobe was going up against were far yeah, better, like, more if, athletic if, people if, than if, Wilt Chamberlain. was. If your against. argument that, that like weird stuff was
1: happening and, and the teams were like letting him score or whatever back in, you know, when Wilt was doing it, that's fine. Just that's, game that's up on the game that in Hershey but, because I don't have any video of it. But that doesn't mean the whole thing was just a conspiracy. Anyway, all right, we could. Chocolate was getting made on the sidelines. One of these lines. times we'll get carried in here. Honestly,
3: God, how did someone ever ever score 80 and 80? Isn't it incredible number to put a, in a game.
1: I do think we'll see someone break Kobe's record within the next five years or so, the way the league is trending with how much a the talent scores, right now. Man. There's
2: yeah. a lot of 140 plus point total games this yeah. year. All right. No we've, defense. We've talked about our, our I think our, sh- our
1: six month allotment of <laughs> NBA discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I think we probably use it all up here in the last uh, five five minutes. It's a good so. run. It was. You know? I'm glad we used it today. We can't use it for a long, another six months. It'll be June, July. We've wait, before we we wait till the NBA draft. Finals. NBA to the, finals. We get off okay. some NBA finals. That's true. That's true. We're good. What do you think is going to happen, though, with the two remaining openings in the the NFL? We know Seattle still hasn't hired a guy. Washington thought they were going to get Ben Johnson. That news broke during the show yesterday that Ben Johnson pulled his name out of the running, and he's staying with a brand-new contract with Detroit. Bobby Slowick was then maybe an opportunity, but he reportedly signed an extension in a new deal with the Texans. Got to get a raise,
3: according to the reports. Yeah.
1: So it looks like the commanders are going to probably have to go defense. So maybe it's Mike McDonald, the, the Ravens DC uh, they just hired Seattle. They literally in... just hired
3: Mike McDonald. A youth moving in Seattle, according <laughs> to Adam Schefter. Seahawks are expected to hire Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as their new head coach, according to league sources. Finalizing a deal at thirty six, McDonald becomes the NFL's youngest head coach. Okay. So So the command what are the commanders that was good timing, by the way, to do yeah. that topic. Yeah. Us talking about the <laughs> what the are coaches. The time. Who the hell are the commanders gonna hire,
1: guys? So, Seattle's hiring Mike McDonald, which is... Vrabel? They should, but I think they Shouldn't wanted... Shouldn't they a, just hire Vrabel and don't overthink this? I think they wanted a younger coach in D.C. initially because they just had the veteran. I think Vrabel will be a great hire. But now they're down to their, like, third,
3: fourth, fifth choice. I mean, I, Vrabel's going to be 15 years younger than Ron Rivera, doesn't he? I mean... How many jobs has Vrabel actually way. interviewed for? Is it... None? Has Vrabel interviewed anywhere? He interviewed in Atlanta? He interviewed somewhere. I think I, he, I think
2: where. it was. It might have been
1: Atlanta. So the, commander, the Commanders essentially had, a, even though they didn't fire Ron Rivera to the last week. He was had the, 14 they, years younger the, than Rivera. It's yeah, not the yeah. same,
3: at least. No, no, I I understand just veteran, older. I'm talking about veteran yeah, experience
1: yeah, yeah. coach. But like, the Commanders didn't fire Ron Rivera to the last week of the season, but they knew for months that they were going to. So they, the way I view it is they had a head start on everybody else. And they're going to be the last team to fill their vacancy. And they they didn't land Ben Johnson, their number one target. Mike McDonald was the the next one. Didn't land him.
3: I mean, what direction are they going in now? I think that their plan was Ben Johnson, and they don't want to admit it. And my guess is, now nah, they're going to make a bad hire. And because they don't have a quarterback yet, they got a pick high enough that could get them a quarterback. Again, the leftovers, man. You better be, like, this is the problem with waiting on one guy. If you wait on one guy and you wait for everyone else, you do not want to be the last team hiring a head coach. How could you possibly, I know that they'll stand at the podium and be like, this was our guy whole time you sure you sure you sure like here's the thing i don't think it ever makes sense with belichick they would have already kicked the tires in that situation i think if they were there my guess is that they end up with some unproven coordinator they go some random range and they go back down to like interviewing miami's coordinator who got some interviews early in the uh the cycle and they end up going that direction instead because i don't know where you go from this mcdonald's not a bad hire by seattle i don't know if that's the perfect answer but for the commanders
1: based on unless they completely just start, you know, basically like open it back up based on who they've already interviewed. It's either going to be Dan Quinn, Aaron Glenn or Anthony Weaver. Those are the guys that they've interviewed and haven't been hired by other teams basically is what it is and have still put their name in the mix. Unless they just say, Hey, you know what? We did miss. We're going to, we're going to expand our search out. But otherwise right now, Dan Quinn looks like he'd be the betting favorite to be the next head coach of the commanders who everybody thought was going to Seattle. And didn't get that job. Did not.
3: Yep. Yep. I uh, Defensive-minded head coach for a team that might take a quarterback third overall? Is that really what you want to do? Like, I mean, fine, get a great offensive coordinator, but guess what? All those guys are hired too, Cold. What do you think? All these teams who have hired coaches started filling out their staff. You had mentioned Philly went out and got some good coordinators, it looks like, on paper. The Chargers, Harbaugh staff already started to find, hit, you know, like... Everyone is already hiring their staff. So not only are you going to get the second tier coach, the one you really didn't want, you're going to get all the assistants that already didn't get jobs. Like I'm not, you know, that's not, I mean, I guess you could hold on to Eric B enemy if you want, who currently is still employed by the commanders, yeah. I guess, and go that route. That would probably be your best choice if you were Dan Quinn, at least for a year.
1: Yeah. I think it does probably increase the likelihood that maybe EB could stay as an OC in DC, uh, if they hired one of these defensive-minded coaches, what we shall see again. Reports consistently throughout the season out of D.C. is that Eric Bieniemy mean, just telling you what the reports were. He's too big of a hard-ass. Was not liked by the players in the locker room. That is the problem. Whether you think players are soft or not, it's reality of 2024, and you have to adapt to your players because there's 32 NFL teams. There's only so many jobs. It is still, it is still the, the players ultimately that are that are out on the field and and if you're not going to have a coaching staff or a coach that the players can connect with that's a problem. Um and that was the reports out of out of DC at least. But uh, the Commanders despite having a new ownership group, despite not having Dan Snyder, it sure seems like candidates are treating them like they still got the Dan Snyder stench. Yeah. Even though he's not there anymore. Well, I can't, And they got a top 5 pick, they got like 90 million in cap space. Like, you can truly shape that roster how you want to shape it. Yes. You would think that would be attractive. And Ben Johnson just doesn't want to coach for anybody, it sounds like. It's not even just the committee. He just doesn't want to coach
3: for anyone. Well, he doesn't want to coach for anyone under $20 million or whatever. Report. Whatever. the had. Like, Harbaugh just got – the reports yesterday is that Harbaugh got 16 mil. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not public. Same as – I could I could tell you what I've heard Andy Reid makes, but I can't tell you for sure that that's what Andy Reid makes. He's
2: never going to get that money, though, as a first-time head coach. Like, well, no, he I don't think anybody's going to hire him.
1: Uh, I for, mean, for I, that
2: amount of money, it just, maybe not this cycle, but if he go, let's say he
1: has another year where Jared Goff is a top statistically top six, seven quarterback because statistically Goff was yeah. Then yeah. I mean, I, probably now close. if the offense next year stinks, then it's, then
3: you're going to say you missed your opportunity and to be a head coach, take the jobs and you can get it. Yeah. That goes back to the Eric B conversations when early on, we were telling him to take jobs he should want to take. And now I would have said if anybody would have ever offered you a head coaching job, you should have taken it. People mentioned him, by the way, for the commander's job. They didn't interview him. I mean, he's in their organization, and they—they they're not talking to him. Here's what. So on on that front, and I'm this is not
1: direct hand knowledge for me. I am speaking off of what someone that covers the commanders said to me on on the record, not off the record. I've talked about on the weekends. I do a show on BetQL with Grant Paulson. He's uh, some of the sports talk radio we've had on our show here, but it's sports talk radio for our odyssey sister station in D.C. He covers the commanders. He's got sources and connections there. He was told at one point during the season they had some players go to uh, the front office. They were asked basically about Eric Bieniemy, And the, the thought out of that meeting was that none of the players said went, that, oh, yeah, I want this guy to be my head coach.
3: And, it wasn't an Antonio Pierce situation. Yes.
1: And that's a that that was that's a problem. And so no, I don't. I don't think Eric Panamy is going to be that coach. Of the I don't think he's going to
3: be the offensive coordinator. I just don't know what yeah. Dan Quinn, who Dan Quinn's going to hire, now that he's in a situation where you let seven teams choose a head coach before you, and some were guys you weren't going to interview. It's cool, I get yeah. it. Like you were never going to get Antonio Pierce in your building. He was with the Raiders. He was going to stay with the Raiders. That was always going to be the case. But you, so yeah. but you let seven teams hire, and now seven teams hire coordinators in front of you, and you are left holding the bag. And at least Mike McDonald, Mike McDonald, there was at least thought that he was a good head coaching candidate across the board. But he's the last one on the list of guys that have already not said they're not going. And slow Ben yeah. Johnson.
1: Yeah, so one, so one left. And yes, people texting in Mike McDonald to the Seahawks. Yes, that is why that is why we're talking about the very thing we're talking about is because the Seahawks have hired Mike McDonald, and we were saying the Commanders are the last team without a head coach right now, despite pretty much having a leg up on everybody knowing they were likely to move on from Ron Rivera at the end of the season. And yet here they are, and and, and they don't have a head coach, and it does seem like they're going to kind of get the leftovers. I know that's not fair to whoever they hire, but that's just we all know that there's no way you were the first, second, third choice.
2: If you guys think about it, too, if some say they, say they hired Ben Johnson and paid him $20 million a year. If that didn't work out, that is the worst coaching hire. It, it, it's not only a – it wouldn't only be – to me, it wouldn't only be a I uh, just didn't work out thing. It's you paid him $20 million a year. And, he, and he's not good. Yeah, yeah.
1: but Grant, or, Grant, <laughs> Drew, like, it, that doesn't, here's why I say that doesn't matter, because if you hire a guy for $12 million a year, and he sucks, you're firing him in two years, like, it doesn't. It, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, the story cares? behind it, who though, ca- I think. Who cares it, how people perceive You never hire it. thinking you're, you're getting the best. sure, like, Everybody sure. that makes a head coach thinks they hired the right guy. Like, nobody hires a guy saying, you know, <laughs> we're really not sure about this guy, but we hired him.
3: They just didn't like, give Mike McDonald uh, a job in Seattle and said, we think he stinks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just I
2: I, 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 I get it. I just, just to pay a first-time head coach like Andy Reid level money, for example, or whatever. Yeah. it is, yeah, it, it just soo- it sounds insane, or to be asking for it, it sounds crazy. I don't blame him for trying. I mean, you can ask for whatever hell you want, right? I don't ever, I never follow
1: anybody. You can ask for, we, we could all ask for whatever dollar amount we want. Doesn't mean they're going to give it to you.
2: Ultimately, though, you guys are right in the fact that if he does, if they have a tick down in production, all of a sudden does he even get looked at anymore as head coach? Because you didn't want to take $10 million. You, you did not want to Moore. take 12. Yeah. yeah. Ask Kel-
3: Kelly what it's like to not take a job through a couple of cycles and then see Good when point. your name gets rinsed and washed through the league. Uh, interview circles. Yeah, see how easy it is to keep getting a job if you fall back once. It's a risk. Now you can get. But it you're back. betting on yourself. I don't blame people for saying. Yeah. You know, Kirk Cousins bet on himself in Washington. It paid in spades. Now you can
1: get it back though too. Like if Kellen Moore is the OC in Philly, you know, if that, you know, if that was going to be the, yeah. like, you know, all, all of a sudden, is that where he's going? Is that where you know? Yeah, it, I think so. That's official, right? Yeah. I think yes. So. Like if he goes, and all of a sudden the offense is fixed next year. Then suddenly he's the hot name again, just like that. Now, if they still suck, then it's probably done for you know, for, from talking about him being a head coach.
3: It's also the same thing. Well, it's like, like we talk with owners all the time, like like, well, I wouldn't pay him. I'm like, Well, I'm not a billionaire, but if you I wouldn't care if they paid him. Who do I care? It's their money. Yeah. Correct. Cost right, the team right. nothing. Risks. Well even, even the uh, the guy that got the Carolina job, what, Can-
1: Canales or whatever? Dave Canales? Yeah, yeah. Like, that wasn't a name anybody was really talking about. Nobody probably even knew who the heck the guy was outside of like in league circles. Like they I don't, like the, six I don't years. think it's... and they gave him a six year deal. It's probably because he was like, hey, I got to have some assurance that is gonna. But for him, like take take that job now because you don't know. You just put together a great year with Baker Mayfield. You might this might be your best opportunity you're ever gonna get. So he took it, and yeah, he got some job security with it being a six year deal. If Dave Tepper were to to fire him after three, he still gets paid for the final three years of that contract. Good smart. For him. Got himself a little bit so of again, life insurance that, money. Again, the breaking news, uh, Mike McDonald, the next head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, according to multiple reports, which leaves the Commanders as the one team without a head coach at this point. Coming up next, we get right back into the Chiefs, though. One bit of audio from Travis Kelsey that has Cody wondering just how much longer Travis Kelsey's playing and the random question of the
0: day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
3: Does Vegas count as the wild I haven't heard I haven't heard of this I, was, song I was about
1: to so comment long. on the song as well. Go I ahead. Really go comment ahead.
3: I comment on the songs about once a week. Ten, I haven't heard the song in so long.
1: Yeah. I don't know, it's you're supposed to just go. You're not really I, I think it's one of the first things, you know, like, you're not supposed to comment on the Who cares? the bumper music. But when it's when it's, it's something like when stuff. it's something like that, you know, um Yeah, why, I don't think you counted the wild, wild no. When people say Vegas, I don't think they really count it as the Yes, it's it's close to the West Coast, but it's not. We just call they Vegas. Gamblers is, and Vegas stuff. Vegas is Ve- Vegas is Vegas. You know, it's the City. You think it's its own standalone mm-hmm. situation? Like it's in the desert. You know? Okay. I think wow. Will Smith, does Will Smith have a new movie coming out anytime soon? I'm Trying to think of what celebrity could be on Radio Row that's promoting a didn't movie.
3: Did he get canceled after he slapped Chris Rock? Nobody I actually. Nobody, canceled, nobody
1: really gets canceled anyway. I, I don't think he got canceled. <laughs> nobody, nobody actually gets canceled. If, if, I think if, a lot if, of people if, feel bad if for six him. six months later you're on tour, you didn't get canceled anyway. Go ahead.
3: I do like when they just like do full tours. and Be like the canceled tour, and you're like, then you're you didn't selling out. He's you selling out the show. You <laughs> you're yeah. all that canceled. It doesn't exist. Seems I... like you got plenty of work, Louis C.K. Doesn't yeah. seem like anyone's, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're plenty employed. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Um, his next upcoming. No, he hasn't had anything since he was. He was an executive <laughs> producer on a TV miniseries in 2023. Huh? Oh wait, no, is that the right person? A I'm different like... Will Smith. A different no, Will Smith. Smith. He's got an EP credit. He's allowed to get those. He's also got EP credits for Cobra Kai. I feel like the last thing he was in says Emancipation. Okay, but two years. Man's out of work. You said no one gets canceled.
1: He's not Will Smith can't get
3: work. He's not canceled. <laughs>
1: Will Smith definitely did not get canceled. We'll get to the random question of the day coming up in about eight minutes. Or so. Uh, more of the mic'd up stuff keeps coming out from the AFC title game, and, and it's kind of cool always yeah. this time of the year. Eventually, if you win the Super Bowl, you get the produced stuff from the Super Bowl, and it's always really neat to peel back the curtain a little bit. There was one sequence where Travis Kelsey was talking to Patrick Mahomes, and I'm assuming Kelsey was getting ready to walk towards Taylor based off of what, what, what was He said was just like the, up there on the yeah. podium getting ready. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, Listen to what Travis had to say. It made you think a little, di- not differently, but more confidently, I should say, in Travis Kelsey's long-term outlook in the NFL.
3: Ah! I love y'all boys. Love you, right? brother. Love y'all there boys, There she is. Man. There Las Vegas! Nevada! Love you, love you, brother. It never gets makes old, man. Hell never gets old.
1: It never gets old. It makes you feel younger, baby. <laughs> I can do this. I eleven you, baby. That's so cold. Makes you feel younger. I could do this another 10, 11 years.
3: That's how long he's, he's played now. He's obviously. Travis Kelce doing 45. What's the uh, oldest tight end ever? Is it Tony G? I have no it's idea. the oldest tight end in NFL history. I have history. no idea. I'll Is it tell it like you this. like Dick Butkus or something? Yeah, uh,
1: if he, he plays at this level in the postseason, then the regular season stuff doesn't matter as much, right? I mean, you, you can handle an eventual, if you think he plays another three, four years, you can handle an eventual drop off a little bit in the regular season if, if these are the moments where he steps up. Because I do think it's a combination of week 18 fresh sitting out, but also the great players. And he is going to go down as one of the best players in NFL history. The great ones step up in the biggest moments. And I think this year with all the criticism that he has faced personally, a lot of it off the field related. Yeah. I think that added to his motivation to go give everybody kind of a middle finger with his performance so far this postseason.
3: I think so. Um, but I think that part of what he's talking about is very real That is the difficult thing to walk away from, if that makes sense, Gold, where you're Travis Kelsey and you're saying that you're feeling good. If he can still put up a hundred yards and a touchdown, a game in a postseason situation, why the hell would you walk away? You got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Super Bowls at your doorstep. You've been in four in the last five seasons. You had said you were worried because of the off the field opportunity and I, I he has openly uh, I, talked about yeah, that in interview yeah, opportunities. Yeah. He's like pardon my take and many I, others I think, where he said it's difficult as the media stuff um makes I'm, life plausible.
1: I think though that that whether that's next year or 3 years from now, I think that opportunity is now there for him, yeah. Cody, like either way. Like, I I don't think he he will lose an opportunity if he plays another two seasons and that he just won't be a hot star anymore. Like, especially now with the Taylor Swift stuff going on on top of it. Like he's not suddenly just gonna fall off the map in two years from a star no. status, celebrity to me, it's status. It's not even
3: that, it's just like cause obviously that drove part of the success of the podcast. But I just feel like when when you're the level of competitor that Travis Kelsey is and everyone talks about him being, how the hell can you walk away from Super Bowl wins? Like you got a chance of doing things people just don't do. Like that would be too tempting. And when he's talking about he's standing on that podium, he's talking about how much fun he's having. He could do this in there 10 or 11 years. I think that that is a very real, like a very real circumstance where he like feels that. By the way, Kelsey was on Pat McAfee. And there's another cut talking about Justin Tucker again. So we probably had to play that one again. But he was talking about as they walk into the stadium, they're all, you know, a lot more in black. Travis yes. wearing black Chris Jones Chris Jones at wearing the podium black
1: podium wearing all black
3: yeah 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 so why was why did that happen did you wear the all black on purpose too I saw the uh, you know oh yeah mm-hmm. Chris Jones, Chris Jones made it made sure to tell everybody make sure you're wearing all black this week we're going in there we're gonna we're gonna hit the bank like Chiefs of
2: baby
0: he's watching in jail somewhere right now yeah
3: yes! oh! yes! I, I did have my impact on the game. <laughs> We're going to rob the bank like Chiefs-a-holic. Yeah,
1: M&T Bank Stadium. Ooh. They certainly did. We know MVS posted that. That's
3: when we should have known it was the Chiefs year, you know. Once the chiefs a story really carried us this year, we should have known that So good. Hit the
1: bank like chiefs a Incredible, incredible! Like because MVS had had the photos that he put or the yeah, images he that he put he sent out that tweet right after. It was so good. So that was clearly like the theme that A they theme. were. And it, we now we now know where it started. Chris Jones. It was his. It was his idea, and everybody followed. As far as Kelsey long term outlook, we know look he's under contract next year. He's under contract in twenty twenty five. So I, I think that's when,
3: if not anything, that's before to him, have the conversation. I and
1: mean, at that point, he'd be he'd be finalizing his thirty six year old season. I mean, but that, we think
3: he's finishing out
1: his deal. I think so. If he, as long as his body's, you know, healthy. No reason, yeah, man. yeah. But after that, I, I think that's a, a point where I think you would have to believe that that will be it, uh, in my opinion there. But I, I'm not worried about next year uh, in terms of that. Same thing with Andy Reid. The, all the rumors, that stuff is ridiculous. I
3: think both of them are back no matter what happens two Sundays from now. I think any time, and I do think that there's been real times between the media stuff and how successful New Heights is and all this, that there have got to be plenty of times that Travis Kelsey thinks about, like, eh, is this worth it? Like, is this really worth it? Like, my body and, you know, you know that that's something Jason really thinks about and making sure that he's alert and aware and physically capable of being with his kids and all the things that can be scary about playing football. I just feel like, and for all the times, like, he just seems like he's hot in training camp and getting in fights with some 22-year-old being like, look, I don't want to do this with you. Stop trying to make your name off my back. I think the postseason brings him back around every year, especially because, They're not having those early... I could see why you'd be like... I'd be more inclined to think of like they just had a couple of early exits. You'd be like, you know I'm not doing this. This There's a lot of work for, you know, being done December 1st, you know, or whatever. Like, because we didn't make the playoffs or being done January 15th because we can't get past one round of the playoffs. The Super Bowl. Every year. He is one of their biggest weapons. Every year. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. Every year. I just... I don't know how you'd walk away from it. I like seeing that kind of energy. I'll say that. gives me more confidence of my... I think he's probably playing until he's thirty eight. <laughs> and the other part about this that someone pointed out earlier is I'll be curious to find out if he really cares about catching Tony G. He's about four thousand, a little over four thousand yards behind him for total yardage in NFL history for Tony Gonzalez. He's played less. Even if he plays to thirty eight, he will have played less years, by the way, because you, Tony Gonzalez right. got in the league way younger. Yeah, I don't know if he cares. Does kind he of- care about that number?
1: I don't know if he peeled back the curtain at all by him deciding already to recognize the postseason accolades are a bigger deal. What I'm saying is in week 18, he was 16 yards away, we know, from 1,000. And that would have been, what, his eighth straight 1,000-yard season? And he chose to end that streak, which is a historical streak already, but still, that that, that means something. But he already had the records, you know? and, And so he chose to pass it up for what? I think allowed his body to, to be fresh and ready to go for what now is a legendary playoff stretch again. And ultimately he to me is at a point where these Jerry Rice playoff records and all that stuff is what is going to actually change how people view him 30 years from now, even more than post-season. anything of the regular season yardage record. I, I think it really is all postseason stuff now. I mean, it has to be how many rings can he get? How Rock many has post-season three? three rings? Yeah. Or four. <sighs> Yeah, the one with the Bucks with him, right? He's got yeah, he's got at least
3: three. I thought maybe it was four, but I'm not sure.
1: So like, I think it's all the postseason stuff now. That's what you're targeting. You're if you're thinking legacy stuff, you're you're trying to break Jerry Rice's records. He already broke one of them. Four, by the way, for Gronk. Four Gronk rings. Kelsey's got two, trying to go for his third. Yep.
3: So there you go. You get three. Play. You know, he need if he played those four years that I'm predicting, four years would get him close to Tony G. Like it would be within grasp. Like he might be able to pass him. Get him a chance for those Super Bowls. Get him a chance yeah. to pass all of the Jerry Rice ones. Bury all of the Jerry Rice ones. Right? Does he strike you as someone though, that's going to be hanging on know.
1: for dear life?
3: Though, Let, let's say it because someone. But on the I don't think like, he's going to play that way. You know what I, I'm saying? I, like, I No, I don't. I, I think if he starts turning into the the tight end you're worried about, and all of a sudden he's 650 yard. No, I think then he's done. Yeah. I think then I mean, he I, would I, hang it
1: out. I'll just be honest. I, I think if you think though that he can be 39 years old and still get 950 yards, I
3: do think. I do. I, I think that's wildly ridiculous but why uh, like out of curiosity why is it so crazy when tony gonzalez was able to do something similar tony gonzalez was 85 percent of the level of productivity as he was at 38 kelsey gets beat up
1: far more than tony gonzalez does that's honestly that's why he he gets beat up far more than gonzalez does gonzalez wasn't getting triple teamed his entire career gonzalez while he played in more games early in his career we, we talked about that He's played way more overall games in minutes. You're you're, you're talking about... Even with the postseason. Yeah, but you're you're talking about... Gonzalez, number-wise, played in more, yes. But you're talking about postseason years 30-plus adding way more. The reason why the number is still as advantage is the advantage towards Gonzalez from total minutes played, if you will, if we're talking NBA stuff here, minutes played, is because earlier in his career, he started, Kelsey wasn't playing. Now, 34 years, you would agree, like... 34-year-old, 35-year-old person playing 21 games a year is different than the guy playing a bunch more when he was 23, 24, and 25. So that's that's my reasoning for it, and I don't think if you, you told me it ever
3: got to that point. I'm not saying it's outlandish that it could happen. I'm just saying like yeah. I'd be surprised like where you couldn't see the
1: others. Like someone says, plausible. Mercedes Lewis is 39. Okay, if the argument is just that that he'll be on a team, yeah. If he wants to be on a team at 42, someone will sign him. Yes, he he's <laughs> not be that. But, but the, he we're, shouldn't we're, 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 that. we're talking about do you want to still be the Travis Kelsey that people talk you know are talking about now? I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be playing if all of a sudden he's a uh, five or 600-yard tight end if he thinks that's what he is then at that point. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not retiring after this
3: season. I haven't done the math on it in a while. Um, as of last year, I think it was. Tony Gonzalez, even with his um, postseason and regular season games included, he was still, like, two full seasons ahead of, like, games play Two full seasons ahead of Travis Kelsey at the same age. So like it'll take some post seasons to like catch up to the sheer number of games. Yeah, but, again, but I understand I, your argument that is it's easier playing football age twenty one to twenty four right. than it is playing thirty four to thirty eight. I'm just saying Tony Gonzalez technically did both. Um, he's just playing Tony Gonzalez playing more of those games in the middle part of his age. That's what I'm arguing. Than in yes. the younger part of his age, I yeah. understand that argument. I'm not saying that it's false. I just don't think that it's. Like, I don't think it's a 0% chance he's still putting up 950 yards when he's 38 years old. That still seems more <laughs> yeah, than plausible yeah, to me. We'll see, man. We'll see. That'd be something. That would be something. If he's, hope he is. If he's doing
1: that five years from now or whatever. All right, let's get to it. Random question.
3: For you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over in the text line, 913-586-7610. And when we talk about the Justin Tucker thing again a little bit later in the show, there's some fresh audio of
2: <laughs>
3: Travis Kelsey talking on the Pat McAfee show in which Patrick Mahomes also... Jumps into the interview for a minute. So you can look forward to that in the one o'clock hour. The question I have for you is something I was thinking about on my drive home a couple of days ago. This doesn't have to be the most trafficked part of your city because my answers are not. But what are the parts of this city that you least enjoy driving in? Because there are two for me, and I'll explain my answer why. There are two. One is driving to work. 635 or 35 South Merges. 80 times a drive-in, people try to run into my car in the far left lane there even though I'm getting on Metcalf because nobody can wait to get into the right lane or wait in the line to get in the right lane. So people jet out of the line out of nowhere. People swerve out of the left to try to get out of the left all the time. It's the worst. Terrible. The other one is the weirdest Bermuda Triangle of speeds that makes no sense. So you don't drive this very often, but in the Northland, on 35 right where 29 north is getting ready to hit, and you're getting ready to stay on 35. If you were on 35, in which the speed limit is 55 miles an hour, people will pass, you could be going 70 in the right lane, and people pass you like you're going zero on the Autobahn. The second it takes over to 65, I'm practically ramming cars to go 61 miles an hour. It makes no sense. They go super fast in the slow part and super slow in the fast part. Every time, it could be two in the morning. Same thing. They're going 65 through a 55 We hit where it goes 65 and they're going 45. Makes no sense. Two parts of the city. Absolutely hate. Don't enjoy driving in either part of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, overall that area I don't have to deal with. Fortunately for the most part, obviously we live in different parts of the city. There's two that came to mind immediately. One, if we're just talking Cody about traffic, like pure traffic, pure traffic, like just anywhere on Metcalf, like 119th of Metcalf is just always, Mm. especially around rush hour. Yeah. Drew, you live off of Metcalf. You kind of know a little bit what I'm talking about. there. If we're so that's what comes to mind immediately. And then the other one is, if you talk about just needing new shocks for your car immediately after you drive on Main Street heading towards the plaza <laughs> oh, from yeah, downtown, that's, that, that's actually probably my least favorite street to drive on. You're dodging potholes, and it's always, now it's always under construction, too. Warnell it's was like that a lot yeah. when I lived yeah. in
3: Waldo. People immediately mentioning the weird intersection Westport. It's not a fun place to drive, but at yeah. least it's short. It's one turn, you know? you got to navigate weird the weirdness one. of that, that intersection, but then you're free. Someone said Metcalf period no doubt 71 yeah. highway any time of day they don't care yeah, I never they have to go, I
1: really don't have to ever go on 71 really so I don't I, I've heard that but I' have to usually don't have to deal with that
3: 71's not fun because what other highway has stoplights on it the stupid design this is <laughs> it's a freeway in which I can go 55 65 miles an hour but I gotta stop at a red light no that's no
2: good those are like that those are relevant like out in the country more where if you're yeah. on like a state highway and not the interstate yeah. they, they, they do have the lights but
1: Someone says it sounds
2: like Cody has bigger issues with
1: people than just the drive. You
3: sounded very angry, oh, very man. angry talking Someone
1: about that. Someone says the
2: inevitable
3: bottleneck at I-35 and 75th Street doesn't really matter what time of day, just exists. No, I think there's always those ones where you're like, the one on 35 coming to work, I'm like, I'm going to get one day someone's going to hit me. Like it's just a 100% chance <laughs> because, the again, the right lane gets all backed up because just one lane onto 35 south. The middle lane is full of people. Who desperately want to get in way further down the line, but what happens as a result of that is that for the few cars that aren't that aren't trying to get down that line or just trying to boogie a little bit in the middle lane, they come jetting over the left lane with zero disregard for anyone who's yeah. over there. A few people. So it's on, a
1: real risk. I saw someone mention this as well. Like, now if you live out south, you know that they're adding the uh, express lane. Like not a full on toll road, but yeah, an express yeah, 69. lane, sixty nine highway, yeah. and so that's been they've been working on that for a while. And the way the road, the the traffic pattern changes in the road gets super backed up, and it's also just not it's not great. That's
2: probably one right now that you could add if you're someone that lives
1: in the south side of of the city. I
2: haven't been here obviously that long, but Metcalf I agree with. And then there's one getting so if I, I when I went up to Wisconsin this happened. Um, I going to our playoff Pilsner party. I went this way as well. The getting on to se- just going straight north on on sixty nine, getting on to se- thirty five, which gets you onto s- going seventy. Yeah. The connection from seventy to go thirty five north. Uh huh. When you connect onto seventy, you're in the very right lane. There's like five or six lanes, and in a matter of a thousand feet, you have to get all the way over to the other left lane. So if there's a lot of traffic, <laughs> you, you're really you're, you're trying to go fast enough where nobody behind you, you're not getting ran over, but you're also trying to find a spot where you can just. Cut somebody off and get over there.
3: Both the legendary lawyer and why not? They agree with me on six thirty-five and thirty-five. They're like, it's the worst, dude. Nobody. I think some of it is they don't know what they're doing. They're like, wait, which lane goes where? And everyone always seems confused in that area. I'm like, we all live here, right? Is this your first time on this highway? <laughs> How can this possibly be? I always told you it's more the road
1: conditions and stuff than anything because the traffic. That I, was worn for I, me. I, it, it's the road conditions thing. The traffic itself is not bad. Oh, City If anybody that's lived outside of Kansas City, you know, overall. Our traffic is nothing compared to a lot of major cities. Thank goodness. Like I, I lived in Houston for a couple of years, that is miserable. I've driven through traffic. It's not fun. Atlanta, not fun. miserable yeah. traffic at all. And the roads also suck in Houston. So it's a com- it's a you get both.
3: You get crappy roads and you get traffic. Somebody mentioning another Northland one, I thirty five and one fifty two. The problem there with Liberty is when they built all that, there were not nearly as many people as there are now living there. So there's just never enough. There just isn't enough space. Plain and simple, there's just too many cars for not enough people. Someone said, I "Just avoid hey. that during traffic times." Someone else said, "Anything involving
1: leaving Arrowhead's parking lot." Well, yeah, that's. that's yeah. I mean, that's obvious. Yes, we, you have to be prepared. You know, it's going to take you in some cases, depending on where you're parked, it could be an hour before you get out of the parking lot.
3: Yes, I figure this would be very relatable because there's that one spot that you just hate every, just every time you have to take it. Like, I can't believe I have to take this stupid. I take this stupid way again, again. I can do oh, Thinking of traffic
1: in Las Vegas. Uh, we won't have a rental car when we're there. We'll just be Ubering, I think, everywhere.
3: But uh,
1: the Strip, like, just to go from one end of the Strip to the other will take way longer than it should just because. It'll be just,
3: like one mile, but
2: it takes yeah. you 20 minutes. Yeah. How bad do you think foot traffic will be because of that reason? People During the won't.
1: week when we're there, not too bad. But later on, like Thursday through Sunday, it'll be a uh, madhouse. Yeah. Well, the first two or three days we're there, I don't think will be that crazy because a lot of fans probably aren't getting there till Thursday and Friday from both teams. So I and think you, it'll be able. You a little...
3: complained about this too. Somebody said what? Uber in Vegas is really slow. Yeah. Said it takes longer yeah. to get an Uber than it you does. think it should. Yeah, we'll
1: have to we'll have to plan some stuff out ahead of time. Yeah. It, it's not the smoothest operation. And then a lot of the Uber pickup zones at some of the hotels like got to walk through a damn maze to find out where they actually They want me to
3: put a few more it's, it's <laughs> few just, more on black. It's just uh, it, yeah, that How much you bring into bet in Vegas? I don't know yet. Ooh. We're there for a week. Got to pace yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, the first couple of days, I just might not bet. Yeah, know, just take my
1: time. We, yeah, fortunately, we will be busy doing plenty of other stuff. That actually, there won't be as much time as you would think until the weekend. But yeah, I don't know. That's a good question.
3: Someone says one fifty a day betting sounds reasonable. You want me to bring a G? You want me <laughs> to bring a thousand dollars, sir? I'm there for a week.
1: Cody thinks five grand is actually what <laughs> it's five grand. Well, they want me to bring a cool, cool grand. No. Well, I have a feeling, Drew. If there's anybody in this group going to Vegas that's going to actually end up, because I don't play slots, just put but money in a slot that, and win. win money. It'll be Drew. Drew will win like a
2: fifty-five hundred dollar jackpot. I think we
3: all got to listen. If you, you, you know, one ten dollars spin, you know.
2: Oh, it's sure. I, I, I'm down to do one spin. I, I hate slots. I, I can't. I don't, I don't play slots. Slots are such a one waste. One spin, you know. I don't play slots. One spin. Play sure. some craps. Play some craps. Absolutely. Yeah, that, too. That, that That's the thing that you guys are better positioned for this for Vegas than I am because I don't know card games like that at all. Well, craps you can pick up quick. We can, that's it looks way more complicated than what
1: it is. It really okay. isn't. You don't need to know everything on the table. Like there's okay, you just need really to know like four basic things.
3: Yeah, just play yeah, pass yeah. line and, and you and can. It looks will be fine for a while.
1: It looks way more complicated than what it is. Follow everyone it's, who looks like they know what they're doing. It can be like the first time. You, it looks intimidating if you never play. It's not. It'll yeah, we'll figure that out. Someone says you're there for work. Take it easy. Mm. Oh, it's a mix of pleasure and business. It's a combo <laughs> trip. It's a, it's a, it's a combination. You're in Las Vegas for crying out loud. It's a combination. They know what they're doing when they send us there. Okay? It's a, it's, it's gonna be... Can I can
3: I expense gambling losses? No. Is no. That, can I just put it down? We're going to ask the boss real quick. Can you imagine <laughs> that? You can, by the way, I, I lost this boss. amount of money gambling. Hey, hey, boss, what's the gambling budget? What's my per diem? This is Vegas. I think there's like a food <laughs> per diem. I would also like a, a gambling per diem, please. That's right. That's right. Thank you. That's why uh
1: now we're not staying at the Media Hotel but they put the media at the Luxor. We talked about this yesterday. Um and it's on the strip, I guess. It's got like some of the lower limit tape like, you know, lower limits on the tables and like so it. of course they, they put they put the media there. <laughs> they put the media there. Uh-huh. They were going to put the media anywhere else. Now, we uh we'll have a good time looking forward to it Someone again. Someone says was, we can
3: expense your marriage maybe? Expense the tattoo?
1: Yeah, Cody, I think if it's worth the tattoo. show we should
3: be allowed to expense your marriage. You know, like if the marriage license is like 250, I think we should be allowed yeah. to put Over that. The tattoo? Cody yes. has
1: this Thought that somehow I'm getting married while I'm in Las Vegas.
3: Is there any chance? What no. no. What would it take? What would it take? Wait. what if she was just, she's a 10. <laughs> just a pure 10, happens to live in Kansas City. She's super rich. Happens to live in Kansas City. <laughs> that,
2: and she's rich and she's gorgeous. No. Yeah, it, it just whatever. Sure. You guys uh, hit it off and she's like, uh-huh. I can't believe it. Forget. But the you're Kansas clearly city the city one. If she's, t- if she's a 10
1: <laughs> and... And she's clearly a sports fan. And she has uh, a lot yeah. of money. And she has a yeah. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. she's got a suite at
2: the game. For for, for, forget the Kansas City. I think even.
1: I'm just rich. That's wealthy. <laughs> it's a good point. Cody does owe us a strip club visit, uh-huh. as we have brought up yeah. multiple times. He has yeah. got an option. He can either go to a strip club in Vegas or get a stripper tattoo. He decides. You get a
3: stripper, ta- stripper I, 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 tattoo. Stripper tattoo. Somebody texted. I like that said, idea. Yeah. Actually, it seems very specific.
2: <laughs> and, and I, like I said, I you know, I do my first tattoo. I still need to look up places there. Uh, I, need, I need to look up tattoo shops there, but I'm actually going to get a tattoo. Outfit. I may get a tattoo at like the it. same time that you do as well. I'm not getting the same thing.
1: That's, that's like I said, that's means, you guys but. can do that together. All right. It's Cody and Gold <laughs> brought to you by the farmer's dog. Info at slash no magic. Let's get back to football with Josh Klingler. He'll be on the sideline at Allegiant Stadium, and I want to ask him about the sideline and atmosphere in Baltimore from this past game next here on Cody and Gold.